The number one problem that almost every business has is how do I get the steady stream of buyers constantly coming into my business yeah. without having to spend like every last penny on either marketing or travel or, you know, just doing a ton of stuff that doesn't result in getting paid. Yeah, absolutely. I, I see it a lot with the businesses I speak to that they can be really good at going out there, winning the work, um, and then they get the work and they start doing the work and they're not out there. So they're not winning any more work. And then they've got this yeah. lull and it, you've got this cycle over and over again. And I, uh, so it's quite interesting reading your website and finding out more about how you handle that. Yeah, well, so a few years into my business, I joined this high level mastermind and it was with this person who had built a multi-million dollar business. And I was like, I need to know what she knows. I need to understand how she has this business constantly coming in. And what I found when I joined this mastermind is that her way of doing business was not my way of doing business. She basically was on the road all the time, like traveling probably four and a half days a week, oh, wow. every week and speaking and going to events. And I tried her way. I went to over 50 events in a nine month period of time. And I was just like, you know what? I did not quit my corporate job and start my own gig to do this. It's too hard. It's too draining. And even worse, um, Ben, and I don't know if you've had this happen. I would go to these events. I would meet all these people. I would come home with this big stack of business cards. I would enter them into my CRM system. I would start making calls. And it was like, just banging my head against the yep. wall of the same conversation after the same conversation. And it wasn't turning into business. Yeah. My business didn't really grow. I added people to my database, but I didn't like have people <laughs> lining up to buy from me. And I was like, this is stupid. It's costing me so much time, so much effort. And I'm on the road all the time, exactly the opposite of what I wanted for my business. And it's not working. And I just took a step back and I was like, I just need to go back to basics. Mm. Marketing can be simple. But but I was caught up and I know a lot of my clients and a lot of my students get caught up in all of these shiny objects of, wow, look at this really cool thing you can do on Instagram or Facebook or with video or, you know, whatever. And pretty soon you're doing all these random acts of marketing, but none of them are you know, coming together mm. and really helping you create a, a system and a relationship with your audience. And so that's where I was. And I just said, you know what? I just need a really simple marketing funnel, super simple. And I need people to be ready to have a sales conversation with me so that I'm not just chasing them, trying to see, is there a need here? And that's really when I, you know, stopped all those random acts of marketing and got super focused and said, okay, what do I do best? <laughs> and how can I get people ready to have a sales conversation with me so that they're leaning forward and saying, how can we work together, Michelle, versus leaning back with their arms crossed saying, oh, what's she going to pitch to me? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You don't want to, you don't want to be wasting their time and they don't want to be wasting yours. If you can get them ready and they, they want to hear more, they want to find out how you can help them. So tell me more about the funnel. How, how do we get started? How do we sort of pull back and understand who our customers are and how we can have a better experience and sort of bringing them up to speed and ready for that conversation? Yeah. Well, and the first thing that I always do uh, before we even get to the funnel is ask two main questions. Number one, how are you most fascinating to your audience? How do you show up best? 
Because when people try to force us, you know, force me, force you into a one size fits all, like this is how you have to market your business. A lot of times it's not the right fit for us. And I love Sally Hogshead's work. I don't know if you've ever seen it, the how to fascinate work. She has this quiz online and it's at howtofascinate.com. Um, and the, the premise of the work is you don't have to, you don't have to learn how to be fascinating. You have to unlearn how to be boring. And basically you have to unlearn how to try to fit yourself into this box. And so one of the first things that I usually do when I'm working with somebody is ask them to take that quiz. And the reason is, is that how you fascinate people really needs to be baked into how you do your marketing, especially when you're a smaller business where you might be the face of your business, um, really out there, but really knowing how do you fascinate? Is it on video? Is it on stage? Is it written? Like how, how do you best attract people to you? And then the second thing is what's the problem that you're trying to solve? And if you're not clear on what that problem is that you're trying to solve, all your marketing is going to be hard. It will not matter what you do for your marketing. It's going to be hard because it's going to be really unclear to people. How are you helping me? So when I was going through that nine month period of time where I was going to all those events, I did over a thousand sales calls in that time. And I found really quickly that even though I thought I was clear on the problem I was solving, Mm. I wasn't because all these people that I talked to who said no to me, they weren't clear on what I was going to do for them. Yeah. And so really getting super clear, what is that problem and how can people get it really quickly and say, yes, that's me or no, that's not me. So when you read my LinkedIn headline, you said, yeah, I can see that problem versus if I just said I helped market and grow businesses. That's too generic. Yeah. So you think you think focusing down and niching on a particular problem in your case, that's very clear, even though you might be able to help with other things once you've Mm -hmm. got over that particular issue. That's what captures people initially. Yes. How did you go through that process? Because I agree with you. I think that's the right way to do it. That's the right way to focus down a niche, at least initially when with your customer. But how do you get to understanding what that is? What really fascinates people? And then what problems you're really, truly solving? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first taking that how to fascinate quiz, I think really helps to uncover sort of what your own magic is, your own secret sauce. But the the second question that I would tack on there is how do you find this out without having to do a thousand failed sales calls, (laughs) (laughs) right? Um, So I have a process that I take people through called the funnel persuasion playbook. And it's really diving into understand what are those problems that people are wanting to solve. And more importantly, what are the words that they use to describe it? Because how you describe the problem that you solve is really different Mm -hmm. than how the people that you want to attract would describe it because you're too expert. I'm too expert. We're too close to it. We know too much. And so we really need to get into their heads. And so there's a few things that I really love to do. If you have even a small audience or access to people who you think might be in your audience, just jumping on the phone for 10 or 15 minutes and asking some questions such as, you know, what's the biggest challenge that you struggle with in terms of marketing and growing your business? So that might be a question that I would ask and just let them talk, write down or record only with their permission. Exactly (laughs) what they say. 
and don't change the words that they use into your own expert language. Use what they say. There is so much magic that you can get out of your audience when you ask questions and you simply listen. Now, if you don't have access to an audience, you can go to places like blogs that are in your space and see what questions people are asking on mm. blog posts. You can go into Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups or other online communities um, and, and really see what people are asking about and what they're wanting to know. And, and again, the biggest thing that I always have to wrangle people on is don't change their words into expert words. Do not do that. You want to use those words because one of the most important things of, of any marketing that's going to grow your business, anything that's going to work for attracting the right people is to warm up your audience and you have to meet them where they are. You can't talk over their heads. Now, I have a client who came to me a few, um, uh, like seven months ago, mm. and she had spent a ton of money hiring this expert copywriter to help her redo all of her website. And it sounded really good. And she said, Michelle, I've just spent all this money on this. And it's, it, it's worse. Like, not only am I not attracting more people, I'm getting less than I used to. And I took a look at her website and I said, I know what the problem is. Here's the issue. You're talking about, she, she's a personal um, stylist. Mm -hmm. I said, you're talking about style tips. I said, what's the number one problem that people come to you for? And she thought for a minute and she went, they don't know what their style is. And I said, yeah, so you're going to lead with here are, here are seven style tips to make you stand out. And their number one question is, but I don't even know what my style is. And so you're talking at them up here at the, you know, grade 12 level yep. and they're back at kindergarten saying, just help me figure out what <laughs> colors I should be thinking about. Right. And she went, oh my gosh, you're right. And we switched it up and put a really simple funnel in place to warm up her audience, to invite them in, in a way that felt like, um, like she wasn't judging them, like she wasn't above them, like she was going to hold their hand and take them through this. And suddenly her business took off, mm. uh, because people were like, okay, she gets me. I can trust her. I can move forward with her. And so that's just a really simple example. But, you know, I always say just spend some time listening. Go to Amazon. Look at what book reviews are talking about. Go to Udemy. See what courses are in your space and what people are asking about. Like there's so much out there that you can do to get some good insights into the problems that people have and how they think about it. And a lot of times people just don't do that work. If you found this podcast interesting, then you might like my marketing club. You can join for free to receive regular tips and advice so you can become more effective in marketing your business. Pro members get access to my live webinars every single month, along with all the previous webinars I've done. It's about two years worth now. There's even a podcast version that you can listen to while you walk the dog. You can find out more by visiting ratherinventive.com slash club. That's ratherinventive.com slash club. Bye for now.